Welcome to another exciting edition of Kapowcast. I'm glad we made it through that moment of silence. Yeah, we that was first a, try. Man, we slated that fucker. Hell yeah! Uh, joining me today is Jeff Jefferson from Flask Action Heroes. Hello, and our good buddy Mikey's here. I'm here. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> we we're dealing um, today. We're going to do a very extensive review of Suicide Squad. Yes. Um, I say extensive because. Like Batman v Superman, this one kind of went the other way on the reviews. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> so let's talk about that first. First, <laughs> so it has opened and it has, I think right now, its current standings as of uh, Friday, opening day, it has a 26%. It's gotten even worse since yesterday. On Rotten Tomatoes. Um, oh, man. <laughs> that's a critics review, right? Yeah, this is just critics. Um, audience score right now is a 74%. Bit of a jump. That is a, that is a huge discrepancy. <laughs> I mean... And... I, oh, go ahead. I don't think BVS's was nearly that big. I think it was like 30 to 50-something. Well, let's look. Um, yeah. The current standings... Does... <laughs> This is another one of those weekends where DC has to get on social media and say, it's supposed to be that way. We meant for it to be like that. You wait guys, for the special edition to come out. See it first artists. and then wait. Well, yeah. here's... <laughs> the, the DC fans are pissed. Yeah, to say... To the extent of that they... <laughs> they've started a petition to ban Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> My question is, how does one... Ban Rotten Tomatoes. Like, how would that even? One does not simply ban Rotten. Like, <laughs> do you want to ban? Like, are we looking to ban critics altogether? Is that ban criticism? Yep. Everybody gets a particip- participation ribbon. Okay, Batman versus Superman. Twenty-seven percent. percent, and audience score is sixty-five percent. So huh? that is a bigger discrepancy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it just it, it it boggles my mind how like. I mean, passionate. Obviously, these people are passionate, and like, yeah, they're upset that they're not liking their movie. There was kind of the, the same. It seems like every movie it's a little bit more progressive. Like with uh, Dark Knight Returns, there was some reviewers that were receiving like threats because they gave it a bad review. <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 to me, that's just so mind-boggling. Like, you you say that a critic, you know, oh, the critics don't matter, and then they give it a bad review. Like, I fucking burn them. <laughs> Yeah, they got branded with a bat symbol. <laughs> <laughs> the mark of the bat. Um, so the big question is, is, is was it deserving of that percent? We talked about Batman v Superman, and at the time I forget what it had when we reviewed it, but we said that it did not warrant that bad of a response. No. We, we all agreed that it was flawed. We didn't pull any punches on that, but... I think, it, I, I, think I gave it like a six out of yeah, ten. Yeah, we, we didn't like think it, it deserved... That negative, like fan four stick style, yeah. Reviews. I think, um, didn't it do worse than a fan four stick? No. Oh, it didn't. No. Is that just the king of a uh, hot dog wiener bad uh, Hollywood adaptations? Yeah. Of comics. Well, I mean, it's already like I said. I I think I said that on a couple of shows ago. It's already like on DVD at least. It's already like ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Which is. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh wait, no, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I, I looked up Fantastic Four and I, just to see what it was. Oh. And he left his. And, uh, he turned off his safe search. <laughs> the first, the uh, Rise of Silver Surfer had like a thirty-seven percent, and I was like, "Holy shit, it is better!" But no, <laughs> actually, Fan Four Stick that came out last year has a nine percent. So. Wow, it's right is up there. It, with the that, new, would you say it's that bad? Yes. Wow, I, it's right up there with the Kevin Spacey cat movie that just came out. <laughs> a, a what? The cat the movie? Kevin Spacey cat movie. Yep. Keep up. We talked about this. <laughs> um, so we'll just do a quick yes or no. Twenty-seven percent Suicide Squad. Did it deserve it? No. 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 Okay. I think all three of us <laughs> agree. No. So we went. Uh, me and Jeff went and saw it last night. We sat same in theater, seats. different we're, seats. We're I, we don't. We don't like to converse outside of the show. We don't. It's no, it's unprofessional. It is. I don't even. I don't we, even think we like each we're other. We've been in the theater long enough to know that you know once it's over, get the hell out of there. Yes. <laughs> um, Mikey, it. you saw it today. Yeah, and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> so, should we talk about the cast first? Do you want to talk about 
Yeah, let's talk about the cast. Okay, so first we'll talk about the top bill, Will Smith, Deadshot. What did you guys think? I thought he definitely played Will Smith like he does in every role he's ever done. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like him. I thought uh, he was just another, you know, it was just another vehicle for Will Smith to be Will Smith in, as far as he was concerned. Yeah, it's hard to look past his, uh, you know, his uh, Hollywood power thing, you know. Uh, but I didn't have a problem. It didn't bother me that bad. Uh, I just was like, okay, like uh, <laughs> Iron Man 2, when uh, Rhodey shows up, he's like, okay, I'm here. Uh, let's deal with it. Move on. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, it wasn't uh, that big of an issue at that point. I, I, I actually, I really liked him. Yeah. I was a little hey, con- diverging opinion. I was concerned of kind of what you said. It, it is hard, like, no matter what you look at, that's Will Smith. And that's kind of the risk you always run, putting, you know, big-name celebrities in roles like these. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with, like, Ben Affleck as Batman. Like, you still see Ben Affleck. Yeah. You don't necessarily see Batman. You're seeing Ben Affleck playing Batman. I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to it. <laughs> I, and, I would say that Ben Affleck has done a better job of getting into the role. Right. Will Smith, is, I mean, he's, he's you're right, he, is, he does have that Will Smith charisma and charm about him which kind of is what makes the character enjoyable and likable well i mean they write the character around it's like they wrote the character around will smith as Mm -hmm. opposed to oh yeah ben affleck being batman he just plunged himself into it right like sat in his bat suit writing corrections to the script like no batman wouldn't say that Um, but I, I enjoyed, I also enjoyed, uh, as far as dead, I mean, they had Deadshot's story pretty good. They do have that whole thing with the daughter and, um, you really did. I mean, you almost felt too much sympathy for him. I think they did definitely did a lot of work to uh, sympathize. It's, it's, it's a tough thing when you're trying to make bad guys, people you root for, Mm -hmm. um, the one scene that was really awesome to me right off the bat was, and, and be warned, by the way, there's going to be spoilers throughout yes. this entire review for this movie, for Batman v Superman as well. Short, and, short term, I would say go see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, but the one scene I really liked is the scene in the beginning where uh, you see Will Smith, Deadshot, and he's with his daughter and they're walking in the alley and Batman <laughs> shows up. Like, that was a total badass moment. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, don't make me do this in front of your daughter. <laughs> well, why'd you show up in front of my daughter? <laughs> it reminds me, it actually reminded me of, there's an episode of Batman the Animated Series. It's when they did, like, the new adventures. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about when Night, well, when Robin left and became Nightwing. Mm-hmm. And the, the tipping points to that. When he grew the mullet. And, and yeah. I mean, he grew them all out, and Batman was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, uh, Not in my house. <laughs> no mullets. No rock and roll hair. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a part where uh, Batman's trying to find the Joker, and he, he comes down on this one thug, and he's beating him up, but he's doing it in, it in front of his family. Mm-hmm. And Robin tells him, he's like, come on. He's like, not, not in front of the family. Come on. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'll leave when I have answers. And Robin's just like, fuck this. I'm out of here. But anyways, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And uh, it was funny because I went and saw it with Stephanie, and she kind of leaned over after like, during that part, and she was like, damn, Batman's cold-blooded. <laughs> I was sure like, yep, is. he does not give a fuck. <laughs> this is a Batman. This is this is a gentler Batman as opposed to in a BVS. He, he was. He was a little bit more lenient. Like, I he, think didn't bother, he didn't just leave people to die, unlike yeah. uh, BVS. With uh, <laughs> the the route they're saying is, is in Batman v Superman, here's those spoilers we warned you about if you hadn't seen <laughs> it. When after Superman sacrifices himself, it restores Batman's faith in people, mm-hmm. so he ends up having more of a, a less manslaughter. Yeah, less less killing, mm-hmm. less indirect uh, killing. Um, that made a huge mistake. <laughs> so let's go with uh, number two on the list here: Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Oh, loved her. Thought she was great. Yeah. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I really um, like they gave her a ton of screen time. Yeah, and like I a lot of plot exposition for her. I didn't know her uh, uh, accent in the previews at all until no, I, you couldn't really get a, a beat on it yeah. until you actually saw the movie in the classic costume scene. Yeah, <laughs> oh my oh, god, yeah, that was oh, wow. awesome. Stephanie looked, was actually she was really happy about that too because that's you know uh, uh, Alex Ross art. 
yeah, famous, yep, yeah, very I, famous I definitely image. Saw, yeah, and they had that that nod to that Joker and Harley with Joker in the tux, and yeah, that was an awesome nod. I was like, you get you're getting bonus points <laughs> for that Suicide Squad. It was in stuff like that. It was it, at times very kind of I don't want to say artsy. But very uh, Sty- visual, very yes, like very hyper stylized. Yeah, very hyper stylized. Like, um, yeah. The scene transitions are like glowing neon, and like, yeah. yeah, she easily uh, stole the show. She yeah. was. I mean, I think everybody going into this, one of the things they were looking for was they really wanted to see Harley Quinn done mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and she pretty much had equal billing with Will Smith. Yes, yeah. the characters did. And mm-hmm. I was, I was thinking about this after I got home. So Harley Quinn, she came out. Uh, the character came out in 90, what, 93, 90. 92, 93 with the animated series. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So relatively, this character is, is quite young. Yes. When you put her in with all these other Still characters. Still legal, but quite young. <laughs> but, and then I thought about it this way. How many characters can we all say we were there from their inception to them making it on film? that we've literally seen their entire um, lifespan. Making on film. That's a good question. I uh Spawn. <laughs> yeah, Spawn. There you go. We we were there for the good and the bad. <laughs> I still like Spawn, I'm not gonna lie. Um and then I, I and then it hit me like, you know, that's why a lot of people hold this character so dear, because in a lot of ways we grew up with this character. Yep. Yeah. You know, this was somebody that a lot of fans today don't realize that there was once a time when Joker was single. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a lot of people don't realize, you know, even that she didn't even start in the comic books. Like we said, she started in the animated series. And pretty, then, pretty sure she's the only uh, character in uh, any comic, like out of the big two that started out in an animated series as opposed to in a comic book. Mm-hmm. We could be wrong. Uh, but yeah. Help us out, fans. Morph. 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 <laughs> was Morph in any of the movies? No. Ha. <laughs> um, but I thought they really needed her to nail that role. She just did. because that was going to be the toughest one, I think, for people. Like, if to you didn't sell them, with, if you didn't yeah. sell them on that, you didn't. You weren't going to sell them on the movie. The, that and, one and the Joker were the two ones. Oh, we'll get to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know a lot of the reviews who have said that Margot Robbie is. Great in the role, and they kind of, from what I've gathered, a lot of the same thing with like Batman v Superman, where they, you know, like performances of the cast yeah. was great. Yeah, it's just the story itself they weren't that wild about, and we'll touch on that also a little bit more. I didn't feel like uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn was too uh, far fetched, you know. No, comic book like there. I will admit, in the beginning, I was a little concerned. You mean during the half an hour uh, montage in the in the scene where. Uh, Joker and Harley are in the club, and the mm-hmm. one guy's commenting on her, and he's like, Joker's basically like, hey, you want her here? Have her. And I'm like, what's going on here? You know the Joker swings, I mean. And I'm like, what the fuck? And there's another reason why I was really concerned, because I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I pre-ordered the Harley Quinn Hot Toys figure, uh-huh. and I was like, it, it hit me. like As I was sitting down and watching, I was like, oh, my God. What if I don't like this movie? <laughs> what if I don't like her shit? I mean, I can cancel yeah. my pre-order, but that $25 is not refundable. That's right. That's that's like two trips to the Chinese buffet right there. That's that's a commitment I wasn't yeah. I wasn't prepared to make. Gosh. But after Wait till that you're a father. <laughs> after that scene, it, it well, once I saw what was kind of going on and then he ended up, you know, just offing the guy for ogling uh Harley, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. While she was dancing Oogling. in the go-go cage. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay. I was like, we're, we're back on board. <laughs> but um, the one thing they did a great job with Harley is, we talked about this a little bit in our Mad Love review, is there's always this underline of uh, sympathy for the character. Oh, yeah. She's a very tragic character. Because she keeps going back to Joker. He, like, there'll be moments where she's like on the cusp mm-hmm. of rehabilitating. Yeah. Or going to the other side, but she always goes back to that, you and know, and that's really, the whole you, really, al- you know analogy for like abusive relationships yeah. and everything. You really see that at the end when uh, the enchantress, I yeah, guess I can yeah. Re- yeah, she's uh, kind of uh, clouding their minds with uh, these 
feelings of and she has that weird vision yeah. of her and Joker having oh yeah that was really settling weird. down and like having children <laughs> and like that's not ever going to happen like it looked really uh, you know white picket fence yeah you know, sort of didn't he still not have eyebrows no he did but he they did. looked really <laughs> fake <laughs> that's right that's Jared right Leto. he had chola eyebrows that's right um and that's always a key with Harley is you got to have that underline of tragedy and that that bit of you that's rooting for her. Well, it's it's what humanizes the character. Exactly. And I think they encapsulated that perfectly. Oh, yeah. At the end, uh, you know, we're going to jump around a bit on this, but at the end when uh, Joker shows up and breaks her out, you know, there was a sense of me where I was like, oh. <laughs> I was rooting for him. But you know it's always going to happen. You know it's always going to happen, but you, you want them to move past it. I've noticed uh, in this movie there's... The Joker is definitely more possessive, and uh, let's talk about Joker. Yeah, might as well jump into it now because we keep uh, it's the white, you know, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. Joker, Jared Leto is Joker. This was a, a crazy one because they announced it, and you know, there's always going to be comparisons. Heath Ledger was compared to Jack Nicholson, so he's going to be compared to Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. and Cesar Romero yep. and Mark Hamill. Yep. That's it's a big lineup. It's, it's a, a big it's lineup. A, it's a big uh, jury to be judged by. The images released and then the look of him in the film didn't help him, <clears throat> not in the slightest. And I, he, I'm still not crazy no. about the tattoos. the appearance yeah. and um, the crowns. I wasn't bothered with. It was mainly just the damaged tattoo on the forehead. That was just like overkill, so cliche. Oh, like man, don't oh. bring it up. So on the nose, <laughs> like and I, I kept telling people reserve your judgment. Wait until you see the film, see the performance, see if how it all plays out. And then give it a 26%. Yeah. The problem with that now is you really didn't get to see any more of him in the movie than you did in the trailer. No, that was my biggest gripe. Yeah. Uh, the, was the, the amount of footage that was shown in the trailers was, was just, just about all of Joker scenes. All the Joker scenes, most of Harley's one-liners. A lot one-liners. of the scenes were cut. From the movie. Yeah, Jared Leto said a lot missing. of a lot of Joker's stuff was cut. Like even but, there's a, a part in the trailer you see where he has that tuxedo on the side of his face is all like right where he yells bye bye. Yeah, was a grenade, and yep. we never <clears throat> saw any of that. There was a lot of stuff from the previews that you don't see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the, if right. I could use one word to descri- to describe his Joker from what I gathered, and I feel like I feel weird because I feel like I still don't have enough to base an opinion on because like I said I, I didn't see any more than I saw in the trailer so it's kind of like what the, the fuck but uh, one word would be unsettling <laughs> yeah he was definitely he was a <clears throat> excuse me much more um, sexually ambiguous Joker he Dark Knight Returns yeah he was a uh, the part where he uh, made the guy kiss his ring <laughs> yeah, that and then was he awesome. sat on his lap I was like what is going on here I love that <clears throat> oh you did that like you meant it <laughs> Oh, I, dang. I really felt like he his Joker was very forgettable. You know, I actually I actually liked his really Joker. So we got a, a forgettable, <laughs> liked, and I still I still don't know because, like I said, <laughs> I feel like I don't have any more than I did going in. What I um what I did enjoy was uh I I always thought it was funny they had like the memes where it was like it would show uh, Cesar Romero and say the clown. It would show. Uh, Jack Nicholson say the gangster, and then it would show Heath Ledger, and it would say the anarchist, and it showed um, Jared Leto, and it said uh, the psychopath. But it's like it's funny because Jared Leto was more of a gangster than Jack Nicholson. He was an actual crime lord in the movie. He was the one who ruled uh, Gotham's underworld, which I didn't see coming at all because normally he's kind of a wild card. Yeah, wild card, lone wolf. I actually really liked what they did with the character. Really liked him rolling around in a purple Lambo with a song written about it, but. Uh, you know, with a gold-plated AKs. It was very, it was a very gangsta Joker. I'm not gonna lie. It was like <laughs> I watched a review online, uh, YouTube review, and the way they described him, I was like, I can never think of that, but that is the absolute best way. They said it if if you had Al Pacino and Scarface, and he did all the coke, and then he was like, "Fuck that, I want meth." <laughs> he does, he's a very methed out Joker. He does even like the missing teeth and everything. Yeah, like, 
There was the one part where he we see in the trailers where he's like laying and there's like a circle of knives like uh-huh. everywhere. And then also you look and see and there's like baby fucking fucking yeah. baby clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. like so and then like he has stuff like drawn on his face. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? An artsy oh, Joker. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I liked it. Um I won't say it was my favorite Joker, but I thought that it was a worthy uh, addition. Although his laugh and his voice really reminded me a lot of Skeletor, so maybe that's why. His voice at times kind of reminded me of Heath Ledger's. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. He's going to get those comparisons. Um, uh, I I want to see more of him. I want to oh, yeah. see that character yeah. explored more that's because... That's what I mean. I was, I was very disappointed. I want, I want more to go off of. Well, I mean, everyone was thinking he'd have a ton of screen time. Yeah. He had about 10 to 15 minutes. Which I felt he was in the marketing for God's sake because he was all over the place. Well, of course, he's a joke. Well, yeah. (laughs) I guess you couldn't just put him in and surprise people. Yeah. Well, you Um, could, but it wouldn't be a good marketing ploy. No. Um, Gosh, a lot of people still think he's uh, actually in the Suicide Squad team. (laughs) Right. Um, So, who's next? Uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Oh, I thought I I liked her portrayal, I thought it was um, a good portrayal. Definitely fit the mold really well. Amanda Waller's yeah. a great character to write because on paper, she's a good guy, but on underneath oh, it she, all, she's, she's a stone cold bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> she's just, oh yeah. That scene where she uh, just clears out the uh, the room. With the yeah, FBI clerks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, you know they weren't cleared. I was just like, man. <laughs> you know, government wet work. They did a great job because... Yeah. Even in like the Justice League animated series, you're just like, I really just don't fucking like her. <laughs> right. Like she's so cocky and arrogant and just, you know. That's what they love. And then something comes to bite her in the ass because, yeah. you know, she plays with fire. But she's one of those characters that a lot of times like you, you wait for them to get their, their comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't happen. Nope. nope exactly. Nope. Yeah. And you're like. She did a great job. The uh, actress, Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she was just that character that didn't get. Uh, fully fleshed out, you know, they Mm -hmm. didn't have uh, enough. Well, she is, uh, I mean, somewhat of a two-dimensional character. Like, she's almost an archetype in a way because she's the, you know, a government master, uh, you know, a government mastermind with no moral scruples whatsoever. Yeah. That is a power broker. And, I mean, there's no, like, not much development of her character other than that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she's always in the background, like you know, they don't have a. There's no Amanda Waller solo comic or anything like that. No, I would I read it though. I well, yeah, I, I that was another one. I thought she just kind of she really knocked it out of the park. I, I thought it was very good casting. And I wish they picked a much fatter woman, like in the animated <laughs> series. She's just like a block yeah. of a woman, <laughs> cinder block. Um, I, I I knew they had done well. With her, when even though I didn't like the character, mm-hmm. I was worried about the character. I was like, I don't, don't kill her. <laughs> you can't kill yeah. her. She's yeah. important to exactly. this universe. And uh, uh, thankfully, uh, they did not. Um, so we'll talk about some of the other lighter cast members. Uh, Rick Flag. Rick Flag. My least favorite. Bitch. Yeah, he was a bitch. Should we do like? Uh, I just mentioned him, and you mentioned the character and the role they played, and you just say one word, what you think. Well, can we expand a little if we like them? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. What do they call that when you're like, I'm going to say this, describe it in one word. Uh, what is that called? Um, mind? What? First thing that comes to your mind? Well, no, there's like an actual... Oh, it's uh, a, Yeah, it's, it's an actual... It's called trying to speed things up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it, is, it is a big lineup. Yeah, there's a lot of people... <clears throat> Uh, one character that I was absolutely like, I didn't really care much about, but actually ended up caring about was Diablo. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just kind of thought that that was going to be like a throwaway character. They, uh, but they, they did what they could amount, with them. Yeah, they put a decent amount of development. Yeah. Loved when he turned into a 15 foot tall Mesoamerican fire <laughs> deity. <at the> end. <laughs> that, I was like, huh, you don't say. Oh, I did actually really like that. That was cool. That yeah. was, yeah. I'm glad they saved that. Uh, I, I liked, you know, I liked what he did at the fire, like when he burned half the prison population in the yard and, went and he had a flaming crown on his head afterwards. He's throwing <laughs> gang signs. <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. 
I thought that was actually I laughed too. I think I was the only one in my section that laughed actually. <laughs> um, uh, what about? I'm not even going to try to say the actor's name, but uh, Killer Croc. Oh, I loved Killer oh. Croc. I thought he was. I enjoyed him quite a bit. Yeah, the scenes he had, he was pretty entertaining. They definitely urbanified Killer Croc. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was very well. He asked for BET in his cell for crying out loud. I didn't so. think he was really uh, intimidating, you know, in any of the scenes. Like, uh, like he was supposed to be in like the animated series or even the video games, you know. Well, he was kind of. He, they later he, made him kind of a comic relief character. They um, yeah. originally for the movie they wanted to put King Shark in. Yes, I heard yeah. that. And they wanted to do him CG, but Bunch David Ayer was like, nope. David Ayer didn't want to do anything CG, so they opted to go. Oh, well, that's good actually. Like, uh, well, there was plenty of CG in the movie, but I think though, just the yeah, idea of having was, like a full blown CG character yeah, on screen the whole time, yeah, the CG to touch up. Um, I the one my only disappointment with Croc, well two, one, you could tell that he couldn't really talk in that. Yeah, <laughs> and like the dubbing of the voice was really, eh. I did I did like yeah. his voice, but uh, um, but just like you could the tell lip syncing was yeah. Uh, and then I wish I wish you know that you don't have to make it CG, but you could have done something to kind of make him seem a little bit more imposing, like you were saying, like a little bigger, you know. Uh-huh. Because in the comics and the shows, he's always depicted as being, you he's know... He's like seven foot tall. Yeah. Long, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but other than that, like, I thought the character served well. Once again, it was another character where I thought died, and I was like, yeah. oh, that's a <laughs> But then he showed up. I was like, oh, sweet. Um, what about... We haven't even talked about the main villain. Yep. Enchantress. That surprised me. Oh, I loved her. Very attractive. But no, um... <laughs> She was, I yeah. love the character design both after like when she was trans the, after she was transformed. Oh man. Yeah. I, I didn't like the character design when she had like the weird crown thing. I liked her the more second when one. She, oh, didn't like I that. liked more when she first appeared, like the more creepy, uh-huh. like the smoky Yeah, like mossy, I thought that was swamp witch thing. thing. I thought that was actually a lot creepier and more effective, and I'm glad she went back to that kind of for the final mm-hmm. fight. I, I actually like the other one better, but interesting interesting thing. I thought about here. Now let's think of all the comic book movies we've had. Mm-hmm. What That'll can you name a, a comic book movie that has had a female as the main antagonist? Um, Not just like a hench, you know. X Men Three. No, the main antagonist. She was like the plot device at the. I end. feel like yeah. I feel like Jean wasn't even like Phoenix wasn't the main antagonist. I feel like it was Magneto who. Manipulated her and then she kind of flew off. Oh, I know. Uh, Kirsten Dunst from Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very effective. But I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess Gene and X3 could be, you could, you could apply that. Yeah, you could. I just immediately thought of her when I saw Enchantress, you know, the same mm-hmm. way <clears throat> the Phoenix took over Gene and right thing. But I, I mean, there's, there really hasn't been a lot of, of female. I can't think of main anything. antagonist, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting now that you mention it. Uh, and she wasn't as forgettable as Phoenix was. No, in X three, she movie. had a really cool look. I really liked. Uh... Now, was that the actress's real voice when she was talking, or at which point is what I'm wondering? When she was all husky, yeah, and, uh, that's what I was wondering because it sounded. It didn't sound that auto-tuned or anything to me. Like, but it sounded like because I'm not too familiar with the actress, I'm not sure what her either. actual voice. Sounds like it. She didn't really have that many lines. No, her main lines were saying Enchantress. Yeah. And then like, yeah. (laughs) And kill me. Yep. She had a really cool entrance, too. It was a pity that was spoiled in the... uh, In the scenes they... um, Revealed. Yeah. Meet Enchantress. Oh, hey, her one big scene before she, uh, you know, turns into the big bad of the movie. Um, Who else do we have? Captain Boomerang. Loved him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stephanie kept looking over at me and going, what the fuck is with the pink unicorn? It's like, I don't know. I, I couldn't I, tell you. I understood. Would you like to elaborate? Well, I also love unicorns. Well, like to my knowledge, this isn't something yeah, that, that was, was the first go- I of. in the comics that no, wasn't. No, you know, his character has changed up uh, quite a bit from the comics, which I didn't mind. Uh, but uh, no, he, he didn't have an infatuation with pink unicorns. I think that was added like maybe later because of uh, the success of like Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, exactly. Like, oh, unicorns, why not? 
let's throw in he has a fetish for pink unicorns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You great, know, great, great taste in facial hair, too. <laughs> and I'm going to say this, I think, about just about every character in here is I want to see more. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I wanted to exactly. see more of him. I, and that's, that's <laughs> the one glaring flaw, I think, in this movie is you have all these characters and you're introducing them all for the first time. Yeah. It leaves you wanting more of every character. Yep. The ones that at least didn't die. Especially Slipknot. <laughs> I knew. I like as soon as I showed Slipknot, I'm like, well, he's gonna die. <laughs> he literally like was in it for what? One scene. Yeah, two, two scenes. Yeah, two what? scenes. And then I think you see him just about all of them. Like I was the, sitting there, I was like, he's probably gonna be the one they demonstrate the uh neck explosion. Because there has device. to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um the one thing that threw me off with Captain Boomerang is there's the scene where they're all sitting in the bar mm-hmm. and Rick Flagg smashes the device and he says, you're all free to go. And he's he just, just fucking away. out of there. <laughs> and I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, I guess he's done. And then, it, you know, they all decide that they're going to go and take on Enchantress and they're marching. And then he just comes in and just yep. walks up and it's like, with no explanation. He had a change of heart, what? I, I, I assuming maybe it was just like, eh, fuck it, I don't got yeah. anything better to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was a one, like, the movie, uh, it was jarring at times, what they're trying to, like, the pacing was really erratic. I mean, the first half an hour of the movie is a uh, montage. It's all ex- An introductory montage. Yeah, yeah. There's, an introductory montage is normally considered not a good thing in a movie, and the longer it is, you know, I'm just like... I mean, I realize they have to introduce a lot of characters in one movie, but... It's it's funny, because it kind of goes in the order that we're doing the characters, where, you know, the Deadshot one's pretty long, the uh, Harley Quinn one's pretty long, and then it's just kind of like, and here's everybody yep. else. A quick little, you know, 10-second scene. Which, yeah. while we're on the subject of Captain Boomerang, how about that Flash cameo? Yeah. That was <laughs> right. awesome. Yeah. I, that was, I, was, I was happy to see that because I was like, I was under the impression that like all these people were going to have been put there by Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had heard that there was going to be a second Justice League member featured in the movie, and I was like, well, I don't want to find out who it is. And yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw headlines saying that too, and I was like, spoiler here, see which Justice League member shows up. I'm like, well, you just fucking spoiled <laughs> it in the title. Yeah, really. Luckily, you didn't say who, but... I clicked. I wish I could have went in, <laughs> no, not knowing that there was a Justice League member in there. So that's, that's people need to why, fucking be careful with their headlines. That's probably why Captain Boomerang came back because he was like, he kept thinking the Flash was going to show up again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I thought the costume, like from what we've seen, you know, looked good. Um, yeah, the one line he had was fine. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give this kid a shot. He looked. He, he, he pretty, seemed less Aspergery than he yeah. did in the Justice League trailer. <laughs> um. Who else do we got here in the cast? I think that's just about everybody. Um, Slipknot. Yeah, one day Slipknot. Yeah, I, I, we. I are we missing someone? The Ninja Girl. Oh, Katana. Oh, Katana. Yeah, she was. I mean, she just showed up. Yeah, yeah. she didn't really talk to Japanese. Up. She jumped right on the. <laughs> talked in Japanese, cried a little. Yeah, it made no sense. Stephanie was kind of hoping for more Katana. I liked. Well, I mean, um, I know she's been in. Um, I think she's been in Arrow. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they developed her character a little. I'm assuming so because it's a TV series because her character, her development was in the form of a 10-second cutscene, and then people explaining things about her as they go along. And I'm like... Apparently, yeah, she was just there to protect Rick Flagg. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently. And, and like, okay, so this movie has drawn a lot of comparisons to Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I could understand. And, yeah. you know... People were saying, you know, oh, people don't think that you can do a uh, ensemble cast movie like this with a bunch of random people without them all having backstories and have it work. And yet, you know, did. just look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was perfect. You know? It was a great movie. Well, mm-hmm. the thing that Guardians of the Galaxy has over this is Guardians of the Galaxy was what two, three, four characters, mm-hmm. five characters, as opposed to seven or eight characters. That's true. Where you have, you know, this one you had Joker, Harley, Deadshot. Captain Boomerang, well, Diablo, the villains, Killer Croc, Enchantress, uh, uh, Rick Flag. You know they could have just done without Rick Flag, as far as I was concerned. He's always he's just supposed to be there as like the linchpin. Yeah, I just didn't like the actor. I was just really unsympathetic. Originally, would you have liked it better if Tom Hardy? Yes, of course. <laughs> I love Tom <laughs> yeah, Hardy. That's right. That was the role. Tom um, he would have actually been, a, you know, a good actor. He would have made the role more sympathetic as opposed to just annoying. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, so as we we pretty much run through the cast. So 
what were some maybe memorable moments? Like, what were some of your favorite scenes in the movie? We'll start with Jeff. All right. Well, I really enjoyed Batman's cameo in it with uh, chasing the Joker and Harley in the Lamborghini. I love when she called them Batsy. Yeah. He fucking somehow punches her in the face underwater and knocks her out. I was like, geez, how are you? And you're like, (laughs) Yeah, it's probably going to be everyone's favorite scene. And speaking of that scene, too, like, I'm hoping we kind of, this kind of just ends up playing an arc in the story of Harley and Joker that we're going to get through these movies. I hope these movies go on long enough to get that arc. We're like, it's very evident Joker just fucking left her. Yeah. Well, he left her there as, you know, so he could escape. Yeah. And, and that's just, you know, telling of the Joker's character. And there's even, there's even like a, almost a sense of obsession, but reluctance with Joker Mm -hmm. because in the flashback scene where you see him, see her go into the chemicals. Apparently. Oh yeah. The big uh, chemical baptism. It looked like he was just going to like walk away. Yeah. (laughs) And then he was like, fuck, I guess I'll go get her. And then he dives in and he goes, gets her and, Thus begins the most abusive relationship in comics. Um, um, yeah, I, it's hard. I'd be hard pressed to think of a more abusive relationship. Ant Man. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Reed Richards. He, he, oh, he did. <laughs> he knocked he did her old, once. Yeah, he gave her the old slap a Rooney. <laughs> Was there, um, one of the though, there's a lot of little moments in the movie that. Mm-hmm. caught my attention and one of those was in the scene after where harley thinks that joker is dead and you see there and she's you know obviously in some type of mourning and then the rest of the squad shows back up and she just wipes her face puts yeah, on a happy face yeah. and and it it's a very telling of the turmoil yeah. that the character has the tears of a clown and <laughs> you know they're funny all of them, all the characters, they had this sense of, you know, lone wolf, but they start to, you see them embrace each other as a family. Mm-hmm. Especially Killer Croc, he adapted to it right away. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> friends, all right. I just wish, right. going back, uh, they made Captain Boomerang a little more of a, of a Australian. not team player, you know? <laughs> Doesn't play well with others, although he does love playing with others, apparently. Like, he just immediately... yeah. I mean, he tries to run away once, and uh, yeah, after that, you know, he's like, oh, good one, mate, when uh, when Deadshot doesn't shoot Harley. I'm like, well, why does he even give a shit? He's met these people like an hour ago, and he's yeah. killing partners in crime that he's worked with for presumably a long time. And like, Right. And um, there's other little stuff like that, like the writing in a lot of places doesn't make sense. Well, and, and, you know, the, yeah, go ahead. The whole Suicide Squad, this movie, it's all about... These uh, villains, their uh, their redemption, you know, like they're just sort of discovering that there's something more to themselves, and you know, that was just something I just saw uh, <laughs> in my head. It's true. Um, was there any? What were some of your favorite parts, Mickey? Uh, Mickey, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey, you're so fine. <laughs> Um, I really loved, uh, the weird, um, vision that Harley had, <laughs> where she, <laughs> she was having a, 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 what a, a fantasy of her and the Joker having a, you know, a life a together. Baby. Kids. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, Deadshot had his vision of him, you know, shooting yeah. Batman. <laughs> and then, uh, Rick Flagg had his of like a happy life with enchant, well, with, uh, I can't think June of June Moon. June Moon, thank you. Dr. Yeah. June Moon. But there was one thing, like, after that scene ended and, like, stuff kept went on from that, I, I leaned over to Stephanie. I was like, I wanted to see Captain Boomerangs. <laughs> yeah. He's just being handed a beer it. by a kangaroo on unicorn. a beach. With a oh, yeah, big pink in. unicorn. <laughs> I want that in the director's that, cut. This is the only movie I've ever liked this actor in. Like, normally I can't stand Yeah, like Yeah, I've, I've gotten that feeling from, like, other people. Like, they're like, oh, my gosh, I actually liked him. He actually yeah. wasn't a terrible... He was in, like, that... Shitty Divergent movie, I believe, mm-hmm. and like I didn't he see was that. in the Terminator reboot that everyone hated. I liked it, but uh, I didn't <laughs> like him in it. Maybe it's those mutton chops, and and, and just the overall badassness. Yeah, of the character. constantly drinking. A, you never thought, you know, 
Boy, Captain that's one, Boomerang. That's one badass that throws a lot of boomerangs is what that is. Yeah. Oh, another scene I really liked, we already mentioned it, was when a Diablo turned into the 14-foot-tall flame skeleton mm-hmm. yeah. deity. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, hmm. What else do they get in this movie? <laughs> there, yeah. were, there were a lot of really good fight scenes and whatnot, like one-offs. Yeah. And... The one thing I'll say is I, I read that... This movie was given a release date before it was even written. Really? And the script was written in a few short weeks. Mm-hmm. And after watching the movie, I was like, I can totally see that. Yeah. I can it see definitely that. Yeah. has rushed. the feel of Very someone rushed. who's like, okay, we need to skip from point A to point B and whatever, throw whatever in the middle. It definitely we just got to get this out. I feel like if it would have taken, a, if they would have taken a little bit more time to write it. Yes. And, uh, and produce think of, it, yeah. And think of things like yeah, making a little bit more sense. That bottom line here, I think, is the movie could have been better. It could have, but it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. I left and yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, had, I, said, I was like, I had a good time. I, I didn't leave. Like when I left Batman v Superman and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, you know, you know, old Dr. Evil, like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, plus the movie wasn't fucking three hours long so it, and yeah i think there's something to be said about that like i was relieved that it wasn't like this big sprawling like twists and turns yeah. and this person it was very direct very thin it if wasn't not, yeah if it, erratic but pretty direct i mean like it got it pointed it it got out the message that i was trying to portray on yeah. batman versus superman where everyone was like what the hell is going like what are they trying to go for here yeah yeah it was yeah, really you know and with Characters that you actually really liked, yeah. which a lot of people felt that's what was missing from Batman v Superman, where you have a brooding Superman, Batman's fucking launching crates into people's heads, splatting <laughs> their brains on the wall, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, I don't know what's good here. Yeah, there wasn't a likable villain either. It's weird. They took the villains in this movie and made them much more likable than maybe Batman and Superman were in Batman v Superman. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Batman was more likable in this. His, yeah. Uh, his cameo at the end. Although I found it really odd that uh, he would give amnesty to this woman who's responsible for the death of thousands of people directly, yeah, and in, in exchange yeah. for the identity of some superheroes, I was just like, uh, yeah, that, that I was just like, what? You know, if that were like, you would think that Batman would be a little, you know, no, you're going to bat jail. Or, I did like that you you definitely got that hint that Amanda Waller, like in the comics, she knows mm-hmm. who Bruce Wayne is. And when she says something, I mean, maybe you should stop working nights. Yeah. <laughs> and he shoots her this look like, you <laughs> don't make me brand you. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. That would that'd probably not look good. <laughs> <laughs> Rich white guy branding a black lady. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Make me brand you. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Don't cut this. No, that's that's cold. One of the the other, like, uh, most uh, noticeable things in this movie is the fucking music. Yeah. That yeah. soundtrack, like, and I, the funny thing is, I don't think any of those songs are on the actual soundtrack. Yeah, probably not. I would much rather yeah. have the soundtrack that's depicted in that movie <laughs> than the shit they put on the actual soundtrack. There were a lot of yeah, songs. Yeah, there would probably be like a volume two. Yeah. To be honest, it was, it was almost like they're going through the guy's playlist or something. Yeah. Like, there were seriously like 14 songs that they went through. Yeah. Um, I, I found it to be jarring at times, but I, for the most part, I enjoyed it. I music. didn't like the Eminem song. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like, every scene started out with a song playing, and I was just, it, it got to be uh, too much for me. I, the only thing I could think of is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to yeah. do that? I mean, it was not only that. I also thought it got, got, like, a Zack Snyder vibe, because he's really big on having, uh, like, especially, like, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I was really reminded of the Watchmen's music, where, you know, all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, he is one of the first names that pops up after those credits roll. Yep, yep, there you go. You de- you definitely see some cues where they're trying to follow BVS thematically in a lot of ways. 
mm-hmm. which I think is one of the reasons why one of the things that detracted from the movie. I going back to talking about how like the critics like oh, seemingly have wrote this crucified movie, the movie, uh, wrote this movie off. I can't help but wonder. I'm like, is there just a stigma with these movies now where they're just like uh, they they go in thinking it's going to be awful and. Mm-hmm. They automatically write it off. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, I really don't understand where all the hate comes from. I'm really confused because, I mean, Marvel movies, even the ones that uh, weren't that great, like, you know, like uh, Thor, The Dark World, and like other ones like that, like Iron Man 3, they didn't get eaten alive like this one. I like this movie better than Iron Man 3, personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah, I wouldn't say that about Iron Man 3. No, no, no. Never. I'm glad Tony's not here. He'd, he'd throw a huff. <laughs> um, I, I, I also wonder a little bit, too, if Marvel has kind of made things harder for other like comic setting movies. setting the bar high. Yeah. <clears throat> With setting the bar high and... And almost being like the number, well, not almost, but being the number one game in comic book movies where it's like a comic book movie needs to be this. Yeah. yeah they definitely this is gold, what it, it is. is. It is the golden standard. Right. Yeah. They have the formula. They took it and they said Gotham deserves a better class of criminal. Um, I think uh, with DC, uh, the, the Warner Brothers, the DC um, movie committee uh, just re, didn't they just reform everything so there's only there's only two people at the top just mm-hmm. like at Marvel there's Kevin Feige and um, they're sort of mimicking what they're doing there. yeah Jeff Johns is now taking on a more active role wasn't yeah. he uh, the president of DC yeah. Entertainment now that's, that's, pre- that's pretty active and, and Jeff Johns has been pretty successful in everything he's done for DC all his ideas have panned out pretty well he's a good writer too very, um, very good writer some I breaking think. news here <laughs> I just read this, and I did not catch this, and it makes me want to see Suicide Squad again. Uh, and by the time the show goes up, people might have already read it. But in Batman v Superman, we see the Robin costume that says, you know, jokes on you, and everyone's like, Joker killed Jason Todd. Uh-huh. Apparently in Suicide Squad, uh, during Harley's intro, it actually is revealed that she did it. What? She did what? Killed uh, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> Is in the intro? Yeah. Huh, I'll have to watch that. Now I yeah, I want to go back and, and watch that. Uh sorry. I just I thought that was wow. something. Yeah. That was a very I, interesting, I totally missed that. Interesting. Maybe that's tidbit. why Batman punched her. <laughs> <laughs> Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, I feel, you know Underwater Bat Punch. <laughs> Marvel has set this standard, you know, of what a comic book movie should be, and it it's getting harder for DC to to get any traction especially with such mixed reviews with man of steel and uh batman v yeah. superman and now this like it's almost you know like they're just you know fighting you know an uphill battle and they can't seem to win well i mean uh yeah i don't understand all the trouble because um i mean the x-men movies still do well really well mm-hmm. transformers transformers god help us all those movies are still making them in <clears throat> mm-hmm. some cool. uh eight years later they're still yeah. Pooping yeah. them movies out. Yeah, awesome. They made a Deadpool <laughs> movie, and it was good. And it was amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, um, and Suicide Squad was not a bad movie. No. It is not a bad movie at all. It's very entertaining. It's good action. It's, it's, it's humorous. at times. Um, it is. Very dramatic. I mean, you know, uh, Diablo the, accidentally incinerating his own family. Yeah. It has... Uh, Good characters that you care about. Mm-hmm. Um, its only faults are rushed writing. Yeah, rushed writing, yeah. and uh, that's about it. I mean, I really like the sets, the you know the the character design. I loved all the way through. Like, there's no character that I just didn't like the way they looked. I just was really happy about that. Another one thing I didn't like, though, uh, another minor gripe: classic trope of a. Uh, Superhuman never wearing the mask for more than like 10 seconds. <laughs> right. Will Smith did not wear the Deadshot mask at, at all. Oh, yeah, man. he wore it for like one scene and got called a pussy. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
I did wish we would have saw a little bit more of uh, there. There is some sexual tension, if you will, between yes. Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, in the in the books and all that, there that wasn't explored. I think to its fullest, and maybe it could be explored more in a sequel, and you could have like a, a dynamics between Joker and Deadshot that could be interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. I am. I'm looking forward to more Joker. Mm-hmm. I, I like. I loved his gang, like his gang of thugs that always wore these bizarre, really masks. bizarre, absurd masks, like eyeballs. Yeah. And, uh, and that was great. The whole scene too, where they get out and uh, they're they're stein- trying to steal the manufacturers that make the bombs that go in the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad's neck, and they get out and they're all wearing like boxes. Yeah, they, the, and Joker's like, dressed like a boxer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's got it's it's a very odd sense of humor this Joker has this time around. He's very yeah uh, like like I said he's a more artsy Joker. I'll yeah. definitely say that. Yeah, very unsettling. Yeah, like there was parts where like. Uh, just about every part he was on screen, I was just kind of like... Oh, yeah, you're always put on edge. You didn't know what he was going to do. And I think that's actually kind of a good thing oh, yeah. for a character I, like that. Right. How many times, you know, has Joker been in something and people are like, oh, the Joker was... You know, that was the best thing about it. I love the Joker in it. Mm-hmm. Are you really meant to like yeah, exactly. a maniacal, <laughs> psychopathic, killing... Clown, like, is that something where you're supposed you are, to go? Like, are, I identify with him. You are right. if you're a juggalo. <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, because like, even when they were doing the Dark Knight, uh, one of the things they really wanted with Heath Ledger's Joker is like they wanted they wanted people to feel un- uneasy when he was on screen. They wanted people to be like, oh my gosh, but everybody walked away loving him. Yeah, ever they thought he was. Well, I mean, he was too charismatic for his own good. Yeah. The, and he's well, just a he, scene stealer all around. Yeah. He did kill Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's true. That's a good way to win That's, people over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that helped. And he yeah. had some of the best lines and stuff in the entire movie. Like, oh yeah. But like, like, like you said, this one, like the the second he pops on screen, you're just like, um, <laughs> what's this guy doing? You know. And I, uh, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Jared Leto. I have seen very little of his work. Uh, I just as a person, <laughs> I just as a person, not like, even when he had like four foot long hair and a beard. He, well, he strikes me like everybody talks about how weird he is. You know, he's weird. He's a kooky dude. I don't think he's really weird. I just think he does it. For, he comes across as somebody that does it for attention uh, and just to be like, look how weird I am, everybody. I'm ooh. <laughs> And it's like, dude, you're fucking like a, a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not. Those are the people that can afford to be weird. Yeah, it's true. You should see what he wore to the the Batman, or Isn't not the Batman, like some sort the Suicide of Squad. Really weird, like green kimono dress. Yeah, thing. and what's funny is there's a picture of him seeing somebody wearing it at like a fashion show. And like his jaw is oh, dropped, and he yeah. looks so happy. He's like, <laughs> really? and then he wore it to the Suicide Squad for me. <laughs> no way. It's a man who yeah. knows. I saw that. It's the man crazy. who knows what he wants. I guess. <laughs> yes, That's true. Finally, finally, <laughs> somebody with some fashion sense. <laughs> it's called fashion. Look, you it know, up. and Jared Leto, like he shaved his eyebrows for the role, and and went which really did a lot to. Uh, Exemplify the appearance. Yeah, which that's ballsy in itself because you you don't look. I, no- <laughs> eyebrows aren't those aren't guaranteed to grow back. Really? Yeah, if you shave them, it's not guaranteed. Oh man, let's try shaving off one eyebrow. And then like El Diablo shaved his eyebrows, mm-hmm. and then I think uh, he was the one. David who- Ayer shaved part of Margot Robbie's eyebrows, so I don't know why everybody's shaving their eyebrows. Well, women women shave their eyebrows a lot, a lot more often than men do. Yeah. That's true. Unless the men are like Satanists or something. But uh none of those here. <laughs> <laughs> um the guy who played Diablo, what was his name? Like Jim Hernandez or something? Yeah. Like that? Isn't he he's the one who told the uh critics that they could all kiss his ass? People have not been responding well and uh what's her name that played Enchantress also had some harsh words for critics. I don't blame them. I think that they're really giving it a bad rep. Like I really liked her portrayal of the Enchantress, although yeah. um you know it was a generic villain, but it was a cool character with a really cool design. Here's the real question. There's a lot of speculation going around that certain critics are being paid off by Marvel or to, like yeah, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do you guys think that could be a case? No, that's not true. I would think that it would be a self-defeating strategy right. because exactly. the less uh, comic book movies are successful, the more it will damage them all as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they know that. It's not like there's some sort of big competing well. comic book movie that came out around the same time either. If that were the case, mm-hmm. then I could understand the logic behind that. I do think it it's is, bizarre. It is. So, like, I just keep thinking about it. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, Marvel's... It's not <sighs> politics. I, I love Marvel. I love awful Marvel movies. And Marvel is a classic case where they're like, it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So they keep putting out... Not, not the same movie. I'm not saying that. Because they're going to be like, it's not the same They're uh, definitely not... There's um, a formula. They're definitely in their comfort zone, and they have no intention of... Changing anything and trying to, and it's working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fine. I have no complaints about and that whatsoever. DC is like trying like different, the, different, different, and it's just not fucking working. It's like, well, how can we you have these two things so opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> here. We don't know yet whether. I mean, it's making a ton of money right now. It's opening weekend. Yeah, so far as it did better than Guardians of the Galaxy in its opening. Well, which isn't saying much because Guardians. I mean, Guardians it did well, money. but it wasn't like. You know, some sort of huge property that, like, it wasn't much of, you know, it was a movie where they wanted to take unknown characters and make a good movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Not a movie where they take a bunch of characters that they were sure to get people's attention and sell, like the Joker, Harley Quinn, Batman's in it, mm-hmm. right, as a launching platform. I'm just hoping that it's. I mean, I just hope that it still does well. I think it will. I think it'll do better than a BVS. That is my uh, tentative mm-hmm. prediction. I, I mean, I had a lot of people... Huh? What, financially? Yes. I had a lot of people just today at work saying, you know, they couldn't wait to get off work to go see Suicide Squad. Um, the thing about reviews is a lot of your average people... They don't care. They don't care about reviews. They don't... People are people like, like, oh, like those us. guys are all snooty assholes. Unfortunately... <laughs> Fanboys and people like us, we sometimes have a tendency to hang on every word mm-hmm. of a review, and a lot of people take those reviews personally, as we've talked about. Oh yeah, you know, you say this movie's bad, and I'm gonna and get I'm pissed, gonna put out I'm, your eye. Yeah, um, and the people that want to, you know, I have a simple th- solution for the people that want to ban Rotten Tomatoes. Just don't go there. <laughs> Just don't go. Make it, you know, you, there's a difference between banning and boycotting. If Just, you decide to boycott it, that's, you know, good for you. If you, you want to ban it for everyone, then you're being a crazy person. You could do like I did with Force Awakens, which unfortunately I haven't been able to do since then, where I just kind of avoided the internet, mm-hmm. didn't really look at any reviews, any opinions, and I went in like complete blind. <laughs> you know, inhibition, or you <laughs> and just sh- like didn't really think about. <laughs> oh my gosh, people are saying it's bad. Is it going to be bad? Am I going to hate it? Am I going to like it? I just went and going Star Wars, and that still was probably like some of the most fun I've ever had in a movie because I didn't have any preconceived expectations. Of, oh yeah, is it good? Is it bad? Is it this? Is it that? I went in clean slate, Which and I was able to, to enjoy it, not thinking about. Oh, but all the critics are saying it's bad, so I guess it's going to be bad. You're going to have preconceived notions. And that really hurt. You know, I feel like that kind of hindered my viewing of Batman v Superman, where I we had all saw that it was like getting terrible reviews. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we went in with this mentality of like, oh, man, people are saying it's bad. Is it bad? Actually. And um, like this sense of <laughs> worry and, and stuff about us. Yeah. Ed being directed by Zack Snyder, I had never seen a Zack Snyder movie that I didn't like. This was... A new thing for me, and I did not like it. <laughs> I just, I remember it starting off with, you know, Batman, like, flying up through the tunnel, and I was like, oh, God, what's happening? I know. I was just like, okay, well, maybe it'll pick up later. Mm-hmm. And it never did. But this movie, I, I had those because, I'd, I once again, I had seen the reviews. Once again, it's just people, like, they're fucking headlines. Like, the headlines are most well, ruins, and the headlines aren't supposed to ruin shit. No. Like, mixed reviews, critics sour on stuff like that. And I'm like, well, what the fucking shit? Well, I mean, there's no such thing as journalistic integrity. That's anymore, true. Especially on the internet. So I, I went in, you know, with somewhat of the same reluctance. I just, this time, I didn't actually read any of the reviews like I did with Batman v Superman. I just saw that they were getting, it was getting yeah. fucking pummeled. 
Because, mm. you know, you read the reviews and you talk, you see the issues they're pointing out and you're like, then you're looking for those issues and then you see them and it's like, you know, whatever. But this I went in and I was just like, okay, people are saying they're not liking it. Let's see. And I was like, I left. I was like, that was, that was fine. Yeah. That was, I, I would, I would rank it on par with movies like the first Captain America movie. Yeah. I actually, um, I probably liked it better than the first Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say the same. Um, so let's do a final rating here. Uh, scale one to ten. What were your thoughts on what? What did you, what did you give Suicide Squad, Jeff? Let me think. Mike, you go first. Um, I'll give it uh, seven pink unicorns. <laughs> Damn it! I should have went with that one. <laughs> I I would like to also. I'll, I'll give it. I think uh, seven and a half. Pink unicorns. Yes. I would give it a solid seven pink unicorns. 7.5, I guess it would be. 7.5. Yeah. So are, are we at like 7.25? I think we're all like in the same <laughs> range here. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. All in the yeah. same wheelhouse, baby. Long and short of it, it's not, you know, a movie where you're going to leave and going, that's the most fucking amazing. Let's go again. <laughs> and you might leave saying that. I'm but I highly it, doubt I'm, it. I'm seeing it another time. Um, but Especially not, since I pointed that out. Yes, exactly. The thing. <laughs> that like uh, I, I wanted to see it with other friends. It's it's good enough for a second watch. I, I, I actually did think about seeing it again, but you know it's not. I definitely didn't have that feeling like when I left Civil War, mm-hmm. where I was just like, "Oh, light me a smoke." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I uh, but I was like, you know, it's a, it's a fun movie. I'll definitely pick it up on Blu-ray. I would say it's like on par with like. I mean, it's a very cheesy movie. It reminded me almost of like a Vin Diesel movie or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not. I like The Last Witch Hunter. I'll defend it to the death. <laughs> that's solid that's seven a, right there. That's not a good endorsement. <laughs> you didn't like Riddick? Come on, guys. No. no. Was it? Would you say it was like a, like a Vin Diesel movie? Like maybe Guardians of the Galaxy? And you see what uh, I did there? No, not good. Not quite. No. Uh, a good, a good <laughs> two stars lower. Two stars. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Well, I wouldn't say, well, maybe 1.5 stars lower. Um, so bottom line, thin story, very direct, good action. Good action, fun movie. Fun characters. Um, just good, a little... good introduction to the characters you want. Good on-screen introduction for the characters. I think they just pulled it off is what I thought. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of DC Comics, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, if you're a fan of action movies, if you're a fan of Will Smith, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's true. Although I think he might be snubbed by the uh, Oscar committee again this time around. (laughs) Somebody grab the hook. Uh, I think that will uh, just about do it for this episode. Uh, Real quick, I know we've been promoting our our one-year episode, and we're going to be doing giveaway and stuff like that. It will happen. That's just on hold right now. Unfortunately, Tony is out of town for his job, and we're waiting till he gets back because it would feel a little strange, I think, to do any type of one-year celebration without him being here. It's true. You know, he was uh, a a good hand in the creation of this, and he's provided us all with all this sweet uh, toys and yes. equipment to the, help us sound as professional as possible. The gold-plated AKs, the, yeah. the box helmets. So as soon as he gets back, we'll get that going. Um, so the good news is that gives everybody another week to enter. Mm-hmm. So uh, in case you haven't listened or you don't know, all you have to do to win one of three prizes is uh, like us on Facebook if you haven't already. If you have, you're good to go. Like our show, like whatever show we post, and then share that show as well. And comment as well. That's probably four things, though. But who's counting? Who's counting? So we definitely want you guys to share this show, get your friends to listen to it, because the more success we have, the more content we can get to you, and the more time and effort we'll have and, and we'll put in to make sure that everybody's enjoying it and having fun. Um, it's bizarre to think we've been doing this for a year now. Yes. Um, I can't wait to have Tony by and we'll all talk about uh, just our favorite episodes, and I wonder what his take on the movie is going to be. And we'll catch up with him. We'll we'll have a, a catching up with Vance. 
uh, segment on the show. It's good, but it's no Ghostbusters. Um, We'll follow that up maybe with, you know, a couple more reviews, maybe a Star Trek. I still haven't seen that. I'm not really that interested. Um, I'll watch it with you if you want. I said I would. Yes, you did. And also uh, Killing Joke. The animated film. We really need to to get on the ball and review that. Um, And that will do it. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. Like us on, or follow us on Twitter, Kapowcast. Like us on Facebook, Kapowcast2015. And also check back on Pod Bros Podcasting Network every week, podbros.com. They post, share our shows. They do fantastic work over there. Lovely people. Uh, Just lovely. Just Beautiful. Doll faces, really. <laughs> just want to pinch your cheeks. <laughs> They're just so rosy. Um, and also, you can subscribe to us on Google Play. And then hopefully we have our iTunes up soon, and you can subscribe to that. And there's just going to be a billion ways to listen to us. So you have no excuse for not enjoying <laughs> our soothing Barry White-esque voices. That's right. Um, and that'll do it. Until next time, I'm Mike. I am Jeff. I'm Mikey. And we will see you next time on the Kapowcast.